Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM. And KISS FM, Smith and Nelson in the morning with a weather check. It doesn't look as gloomy as it did yesterday. That's the good news. Yeah. They're talking about rain starting in the late afternoon, just kind of going through the night last night. Didn't get as much rain as they said we were going to. No, not. Today it looked like we were going to have some good showers throughout the day, and now it looks like that's kind of uh, disappeared from the forecast as well. So a cloudy day for our Wednesday, a high in the low 60s, and that's even better than it was supposed to be. Yesterday we were talking over 50. That's right. Uh, 63 for Missoula here today. Back to around 75 for tomorrow and Friday. Weather check for the morning from Claim Jumper Casino. That's right. Great food and entertainment come together at the Claim Jumper Casino, 3021 Brooks, Missoula, next Southgate Mall. We've got Nashville news coming up here in just moments with your Music City 60. Always uh, worth mentioning when a business around town closes, especially when they've been around for so long. Yeah, this place has been around for 42 years. They first opened up in 1979. Uh, the Carlos One Night Stand uh, is going to be closing down here in Missoula. The owner has decided to close the retail store, which is over on Third Street, uh, right in like the hip strip area of Missoula. Uh, so over four decades in business, uh, decided to shut down. If you've never been to Carlos, they're like a thrift shop, lot of, huge selection of vintage clothing, costumes, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, actually, the owner estimates over the years he sold about $5 million wow. worth of clothing at the store this is thrift shop clothing too so that's that's, that's pretty impressive right it's kinda, there it's, it's kind of an odd odd thing to think about like closing up shop and going online yeah the, so then you're doing like you know you're doing thrift shop type stuff online so it's not like a, yeah yeah it's, it's not like new products that's kind of interesting yeah that is the thing though so it's not going away entirely because they will be online still they're just kind of downsizing the actual business closing the brick and mortar store and, uh, yeah, doing online-only sales through the uh, website in Etsy. So uh, there you go. All right. We got the, we have that one closing down. We had a story yesterday about a, a place opening up, Florence Coffee Company. Ah, uh, yeah. New drive through just opening up. The East Missoula exit off of I-90 is where you'll find that. So, you know, things change. Right. Something leaves. Something new comes in. It's uh, just the constant uh the constant circle of life. I, I guess. guess so, yeah. All right. Uh, both of those stories, kissfm.com and your Kiss FM mobile app. You can get more there from either spot as we get you some Nashville news for your morning, your Music City 60 with 94.9 Kiss FM. She did what to who? He said what? Can that be true? This is the Music City 60 on 94.9 Kiss FM. Country star Carly Pierce is going to be recognized by her hometown in Kentucky for her accomplishments in country music. The mayor of Taylor Mill, Kentucky, and the city commission are honoring Carly on September 2nd. It's just three months since she was inducted into the Grand Ole Opry by her country music idol, Dolly Parton. Watch for Carly's new album, 29, written in stone, to come out on Friday, September 17th. A new episode of CMT Crossroads will be featuring your favorites, Florida Georgia Line, Kane Brown, Blanco Brown, and Nelly. This is a first time for Nelly on Crossroads. The hip-hop artist has been doing some country crossover, as you know, and his new countrified album, Heartland, will be released on August 27th. The Crossroads episode will give you a sneak peek into the album. Watch for it on Wednesday, September 1st on CMT. And finally, Brantley Gilbert's worst country song of all time has now become the worst country video of all time. Brantley released it on his Facebook page earlier this week, and it's gotten a lot of likes and shares from the BG Nation. The video includes a special appearance by Toby Keith and even former President Bill Clinton. Look for it on Brantley's social media. I'm Tama Fulton. Catch you later. 
And now, you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60, 94.9 KISS FM. Are you tired of the Nelson in the morning with 94.9 KISS FM? Coming up about 7.45 for your morning tickets to Mission Valley Super Oval. Get you out. You can do some racing. Any one of the remaining three weekends that they have at the Super Oval. Weather check for our day. Low 60s. High of about 63 for Missoula here today. Back to the mid-70s beginning tomorrow. Weather check for the morning from the Advocates Injury Attorney. That's right. If you've been in an accident, don't go it alone. Call your local Advocates Injury Attorney. They take the stress away, deal with the insurance, and get you the settlement you deserve. Then get paid until you win. Call the Advocates today at 406-640-4444 or MontanaAdvocates.com. Seeing COVID cases climbing again. Start to see... Signs on the doors, you're walking into places, masks not required, but strongly recommended. Yeah, you see the employees at a lot of places starting to wear masks again, too. I was in Vegas over the weekend, and it was, it was really the first time that I've had to wear masks, you know, in a while. So we did away with, you know, the mask mandate here. Sure. But it was at uh, the airport, and it was the flight, and it was driving, riding around in Ubers, and it was uh, in the hotel. Yeah. And so it was just, it was, I was like, wow, I haven't done this for a while. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we don't have to go back to this. Yeah, I'm going to be traveling to uh, Los Angeles in a couple of weeks, which has a citywide mask mandate right uh, now. Yeah, so I'll right. be uh, experiencing that myself. All right. Well, uh, how about a couple places? I, I guess more than a couple, but a couple that kind of really have to deal with us, I guess. Uh, going back to requiring masks. And that would be Yellowstone, and that would be Glacier. Yeah. It would be all national parks. Yeah, the National Park Service uh, put out the uh, thing. They're now requiring masks at all national parks around the country. Uh, so, of course, they used to have a mask mandate. They eventually kind of phased that out, and now they are getting back because of the rising COVID cases and Delta variants and all that stuff. So, basically, that involves any, like, indoor building that's over at one of the national parks. Uh, that's kind of the main thing. Uh, but also public transportation systems and even outdoor spaces where social distancing is difficult or impossible if you're kind of crammed together. Uh, so there you go. Actually, I mean, I went to Glacier back in 2020 when they had a mask mandate, and uh, it wasn't bad. wasn't bad. It, it was fine. Uh, and, you know, if you were outside, you were pretty much good to take the mask off because there's a lot of open space in Glacier where you're not really near anybody. Sure, sure. Uh, so you really just kind of put it on whenever you went into a building to get something kind of thing. Uh, speaking of, like I was just saying, speaking of, traveling and being at the airport and on flights and having to wear a mask as i was last weekend right uh looks like that's going to be the case longer than it was initially thought it was going to be the case yeah which makes sense i mean the air travel especially is just one of those things where it's like yeah they, they, you should, we should probably try to be as safe as possible about this you're in enclosed quarters you're right next to people yeah like even just traveling on the plane before covid like you had a higher chance of getting sick because you know especially during flu, cold and flu season or whatever like you know you're crammed in with a bunch of strangers who knows what could happen i think when i was on the flight like i i, I had to sneeze once and i was just like oh my gosh i feel like there's a spotlight on me i'm the pariah of the plane <laughs> and you, you can never sneeze once either you know right it's yeah always, it's got to be a couple of times for me it's always two or three so you know I, i'm sitting there and i sneeze and i just I, I, yeah my eyes start walking who's staring at me now then oh there's another yep. sneeze oh my god i just want to like bury myself down in the chair yeah one cough and you're quarantining in the bathroom for the rest of the flight <laughs> exactly uh, but they they announced yesterday that it looks like uh, you know the TSA and the the st the thing with wearing masks that was supposed to run through like mid September. Now they've extended that until mid July or mid July mid, mid January <laughs> mid January yeah. January eighteenth is the new date. So they've tacked on another four months from what it was. Uh, which yeah, like you said, I mean totally makes sense, especially with cases going where they are. Um, but like I was also saying, man, it sucks to be at the airport <laughs> on the flight, and Uber and hotel, right? All right, so that's uh, that's happening. 
through January 18th. And I guess it's one of those things where as we get closer to that date, then they'll relook, reconsider where we are and relook at things and kind of make the next decision. Right? Yeah. Uh, how about this, though? Saw this where it says uh, New Zealand went into lockdown yesterday because they had one new case of the coronavirus. Which New Zealand, New Zealand, remember going back to like last year? Yeah, they, they were the ones that were just on it. They like COVID hit everybody really bad by like March, and New Zealand was good by like April. I mean, they were they they had they had it handled. And this is why. And there's all these comparisons. Oh, well, look at the size and the ratio of sure. people. And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of things that people were talking about. But uh, how about this? It says a 58-year-old man tested positive for the Delta variant, even though he had not traveled abroad. They shut the entire <laughs> shut the entire country down. They went into <laughs> lockdown mode. But this is it. Says the country is averaging one new daily COVID case per million people. I mean, that's one per million. Yeah, I think you you did the math here, and like America has like 300 million or so, well, right? Say I did the math. I just guessed. It was like, do right. we have like 300 million people def- somewhere? Definitely there? a number I've heard before. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, if that was the case, then like we'd only be having like 300 cases per million people worldwide or countrywide. Yeah. Which we'd have, is we'd have like three hundred total. Yeah. If we had the same same ratio as New Zealand. Which does. is wild. Yeah. So yeah, one per million people is a is a pretty impressive stat. Somebody tested positive, they're like, shut it down, boys. <laughs> yeah. And that's why they got rid of it in a few weeks the first time. <laughs> shut it down. Jimmy Fallon having some fun with that last night actually. Yeah. Meanwhile New Zealand just announced it's locking down the entire country over one COVID case. Imagine being that one guy who tested positive. <laughs> You just had to go to the gym, huh? Couldn't do sit-ups at home? Smith and Nelson, 94.9 KISS FM. My name is... 94.9 KISS FM. Smith and Nelson. With what's newsy and noteworthy. Yes, it is. What's newsy and noteworthy for your morning. And the Girl Scouts are adding a new cookie for the 2022 season. It's called Adventurefuls. And uh, they are brownie-inspired treat. Featuring a caramel-flavored cream center, a drizzle of chocolate sauce, and a touch of sea salt. Sounds very good. They'll be available in January when the Girl Scouts begin selling for next year. Uh, You can sign up to their website to be reminded uh, when they're going to be unleashed. And all the classic cookies will be back. I'm not discontinuing anything to bring in the new cookie, too. So that's great. Saw the picture yesterday. looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. All right. In the U.K., a man didn't pay his rent for a year and a half, or for a year, and then left 8,000 beer cans behind when he moved out. Oh, man. (laughs) They had to hire a waste removal company to come and remove all the beer cans, the moldy food, and the half-eaten food. Landlord says he lost more than $15,000 because of all the damages and the unpaid rent. Ten bottles of bleach used to clean the apartment. My favorite part is they included the uh, the tenant sent a message to the landlord that read in part, quote, might have left a bit of a mess behind. <laughs> you think? Just a heads up, man. I mean, you know, I, I realize I'm not getting the security deposit back, but... Might have left a bit of a mess. You open the door and you're like, oh, 8,000 beer cans, Okay. <laughs> Uh, here's another weird uh, pandemic-related shortage. Schools all over the country don't have enough bus drivers. Uh, and it's causing some major issues. A lot of cities really need a lot of them. Uh, school district in Nevada handing out $2,000 bonuses to get new drivers to join up. And one school in Delaware is even offering to pay the parents to help out. But they're not driving the buses. If the parents agree to drive their own kids to school all year and pick them up, they get 700 bucks. Not bad. That's a pretty good deal. Over 30% of parents. I've actually already signed up for it in the school district, too. Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, seen the stories over the course of the summer. I've seen a few of them where passengers on airlines have been duct taped to their seats. Now it says United, United Airlines has banned flight attendants from doing that 
They sent out a memo that said, please remember there are designated items on board that may be used in difficult situations and alternative measures such as tape should never be used. I feel like when you have to send out the memo, like, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. But uh, there's been like three or four stories. I've seen a few videos of yeah, that. Yeah. We've been, yeah. been duct tape. Yeah. Where customers are just so like. But I also know. feel like when, when you land and the story gets out, it's like, that worked. Hey, it did. So maybe it's okay. Got them restrained. Still put it like too tight in certain places. <laughs> a little duct tape around the legs. Exactly. Maybe a little bit around the the, the, the wrists. Just you know, a little loose, a little space in there. All right. Just make sure there are you know, clamp down on that seat so they can't mess Stop around with it anymore. People from going crazy though. Exactly. I don't know. Uh, yeah, this is an interesting story. Four men broke into a restaurant in Australia on Tuesday morning, and they stole a lot of beer. They stole a lot of booze. They got away. The cops tracked them down. And they're facing charges for unlawful entry, stealing, property damage. But that's not all. They're also facing steep fines because they were not wearing face masks when they entered the <laughs> restaurants. Uh, because Australia recently did a lockdown. As part of that, there are fines for anyone not following mask mandates. So each of them will be fined uh, 5000 Australian dollars, which is roughly like 3600 U.S. dollars. That's great. So nearly $15,000 for all four of the people who broke in. That's great. Which is wild. And also... You know, you're breaking into a place. Honestly, why wouldn't you be wearing a face say, mask? Forget the health reasons. Wouldn't yeah. you want to cover your face? Exactly. In the middle of an act of robbery? You, you would think you would think <laughs> there'd be more stories of people being like, ah, oh, we have face masks now. We can get away with whatever we want. Kind of thing. Oh, man. All right, final one. Food and Wine Magazine says a Thanksgiving turkey shortage could occur this year. Oh, no. More people expected to get together to celebrate the holiday than they did last year. A lot of celebrations, of course, canceled because of COVID last year. Butterball says... What consumers have told us is they are very excited about celebrating Thanksgiving and committed to doing it with turkey at the center of the table. So turkeys could be tight this year. Okay. I love it. That's like that's like this this big revelation of <laughs> wait, Thanksgiving? Everybody's gonna want turkey? People want turkey what? at Thanksgiving now? <laughs> so what is this a thing? <laughs> they make it sound like it's some breaking news. <laughs> we didn't expect it, but at Thanksgiving they're gonna want turkeys this year. <laughs> There you go. All right. Newsy and noteworthy for your morning. It's KISS. Yo, we are Montana's country leader. 94.9 KISS FM. 94.9 KISS FM. Smith & Nelson in the morning. Low 60s for our day. Missoula with a high of about 63. We jump back to the mid-70s for tomorrow and Friday. And then Saturday, back into the 60s. And then Sunday, back into the mid-70s. Okay. Bouncing all around. A weird dip in the middle of the week. We're bouncing all around. Weather check for your morning from Automotive Cutting Edge. That's right. When getting your car serviced at Automotive Cutting Edge, check out the observation deck off the mini tower above the office. A great way to relax and enjoy the airport view while waiting for your car. 4198 Corporate Way, just before the airport. For appointments, call Donna at 542-2218. It's AutomotiveCuttingEdge.com. American Idol is coming back. This will be... The 20th season of Idol. That's pretty wild. Which they even had a what, two, two seasons, or I mean, there's at least one season because they they did the big going away on Fox. Yeah, and, they were going off the air. American Idol was over forever. Which I think was after I think it was after 16 seasons. I want to say something like that. And then uh, about a year later, they got picked up by ABC. I think, and uh, they've been doing the show ever since, since there. Yeah, kind yeah, of a, kind of a weird deal. Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, Luke Bryan, of course, start talking about some country stuff uh, with the show. Your three judges for the last couple of years, and all of them are coming back for the 20th season. And if you want to be a part of it, you want to uh, be the next superstar, the next American Idol, it's your chance to do it uh, as they're starting to kind of 
I, I, I almost say, you know, make the rounds right. and do the auditions, but they're not really making the rounds. Yeah. They're able I, to do it from home. They, it's all Zoom auditions now. Are they doing any, like, physical in-person auditions like they used to do? I don't know if they're... I don't know if they're mixing and matching or if they're just doing Zoom, but I know I know last year it was like it was just all online. Yeah, I mean that makes submissions, sense. which yeah, totally made sense last yeah. year. Uh, but they're back at it doing doing Zoom auditions this year. But I don't know if they're also doing in person ones or not. Okay, well, this does make it more convenient. I mean, you know, usually you gotta like hope they're kind of coming somewhere near you and then travel out to there and then stand in line for hours and hours and hours on end and then you finally get in the room and then they hate you and you go back home. <laughs> Uh, you know, now you can cut out the middleman and they can just do the Zoom audition. They hate you and you move on. It's great when like they have the the, the story where they highlight someone like they they'd never flown on a plane until deciding to take the plunge <laughs> and they you know the closest place to audition they had to fly there and do it is like this great success story. But for that story, there's so many others that travel. Oh and yeah, they, you know the dreams are crushed and what a bummer to what a bummer for all that travel uh, for nothing in some cases. Really? So here you go, uh, American Idol. They're looking for they're looking for you. We'll say that sure. And they have a we have a link with the story on our website and our mobile app where you can go and they have uh, kind of the different states doing auditions on different days. Some of them have already they're already full and kind of kind of closed out. You can't get in. Yeah, Montana still uh, still able to get in though. So that's kind of the cool deal. August twenty third is the day that Montana auditions are going to happen. Okay, and you can again do it all do it all by Zoom. So right there from the the comfort of your own home, sitting on the couch. You can belt out your belt out your audition. Yes, and see what they think, and you might just end up being a part of the show. They although, might... may, although maybe don't sit on the couch because I feel like uh, you know, your voice carries better when you're standing up. Typically, it's more, maybe it's more acoustics. I think I learned that in like a voice coaching session at some point. <laughs> okay, uh, well there you go. Then don't take my advice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what you're saying is I won't be getting the call to be the uh, the, the, <laughs> the next American Idol, the helper for the show. <laughs> Telling everybody to sit, eh, just sit down. Sit just down, sit down. You don't eat, need your diaphragm. Eat some snacks. You don't need diaphragm. To, <laughs> you just sit on the couch and do your audition. <laughs> uh, but you can do it from home. That's the cool thing. Um, so there you go. American Idol 20th season. You could be a part of it. And who knows? You might just get on the show. Then you might be the winner. And then we might interview interview you and talk about how awesome you are. And there you start, go. All started with this conversation. Yeah, maybe you heard about it because of us. Because you didn't even know auditions were happening. Just full circle thing. Idol, man. Some of the, you know, some of the big acts have come from Idol. Sure. I'm talking about Carrie Underwood, of course, with Country, and yeah. Scotty McCreary, and Lauren Elena. Kelly Clarkson, yeah. of course, uh, huge, and Fantasia Barino, right? Remember Fantasia? I do, yeah. Yeah, Taylor yeah, Hicks. Absolutely. I, my my era of Idol is from a long time ago. <laughs> Those are like the ones that I remember. I haven't watched the show in a long time. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I do love I do love seeing those success stories. And sure. They kind of dig in and kind of, you're rooting for the underdog. All right, American Idol auditions for Montana. You can get signed up. We've got the link for you to do it. KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile app. Yep, this is your local country morning show. No bones about it. Smith & Nelson on 94.9 KissFM. Hello, Missouri. 94.9 KissFM. Smith & Nelson in the morning. You can listen along with that free KissFM mobile app, or you can listen anytime you want with the mobile app. There you go. Uh, listen to uh, Smith & Nelson On Demand, available through the app or through your favorite podcast providers. As we do movies with Mike for your morning right now and right around this time, actually every morning here with Kiss. Give Mike a couple movie titles. He attempts to give us the year that the movies came out. That's the goal. Being the man with the uh, massive movie hobby. I like to put the skills to the test. Here you go for your morning. Number one is going to be K-19, The Widowmaker. K-19, The Widowmaker. This was a, a Catherine Bigelow film. That's a great name. Yes, it is. 
<laughs> Widowmaker. Yes. Uh, this was. I've never seen this, but this was some kind of like sci-fi movie, I think. Uh, am I right about that? Um, it had to do with. Gosh, what was it? Like, Just based on the title, it sounds like a sci-fi thing. It was like Russian. I want to say it was like submarine. Or oh something. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like a. Almost sounded like Titanic-y, where it's like the maiden voyage of the submarine. Right. Something went wrong, and now it's a struggle to survive. Right. Which is weird because Catherine Bigelow directed this movie was married to James Cameron, who directed Titanic. Oh wow! There you go. Super odd okay. there. Okay. Uh, but K nineteen the Widowmaker also stars Harrison Ford. I think it right? does Harrison Ford, Liam Neeson too. Liam Neeson's in this. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, this was not a big hit when it came out. Uh, I think it kind of bombed. I think because the title is very confusing. Yeah. Uh, and I believe it was the year 2002. 2002 for K19, The Widowmaker. There you go. All right. One for one. All right. Number two, things to do in Denver when you're dead. (laughs) Uh, things to do in Denver when you're dead. I've heard this title before. Uh, but I'm not really familiar with it all that much. Uh, who is the uh, who's in this? Uh, so I don't know that it was like a huge success. Yeah. But then when you look at the the cast, you go, wow, why wasn't it right? Um, Andy Garcia, Christopher Walken, Christopher Lloyd. Okay. William Forsyth's in there. Steve William Buscemi's Forsyth. in there. Wow. Okay. Uh, a lot of people, and all people who have had very long careers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it could be anywhere. Could be anywhere. Uh, who is the director of this? Gary Fleeter. Mm, that doesn't help me at all. Okay. Uh, okay. Steve Buscemi, Christopher Lloyd. Things to do in Denver when you're dead. Christopher Walken in there, too. Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia being in it, I think, places it more towards the 90s, 2000s. Uh, Ocean's Eleven would have been 2001. Maybe this would have been right around there. Uh, William Forsythe, Christopher Walken. Jeez. Uh, kind of stretch out the possibilities with all those. Yeah, I mean, those, 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 those are all people who are, like have been working at like probably yeah. since the '80s at least. So it's it's kind of tough. Uh, but I, I'm going to say things to do in Denver when you're dead. I'm going to say it was the year 2000. The year 2000. <laughs> 95. Okay. 1995. So you kind of you're kind of right there talking about Andy Garcia. In the right. 90s, right? Then you went away from it, but uh, there you go. Uh, one for two. Final one for the morning. Knock around, guys. Knock around, guys. Do anything? Not sure I know this one. Who's in this? Another one with a great cast. Yeah? Uh, Dennis Hopper. Okay. Vin Diesel. Okay. Seth Green's in there. Okay. Vin, Vin Diesel, Seth Green, Dennis Hopper. John Malkovich's in there. John Malkovich. Who's the director of this? Uh, Brian Koppelman. Okay. Uh, well, Vin Diesel being in it. I mean, Dennis Hopper has worked for a very long time, but Vin Diesel places it, I think, at least in the 90s. Uh, and I'm wondering if this might have been before The Fast and the Furious. Back when Vin Diesel was like an actual actor. <laughs> I love Vin Diesel. I think he's great uh, in Fast and Furious and in uh, those kind of movies. But like before he was in Fast and Furious, I mean, he was... Uh, he did was, some serious stuff. He did some really interesting... I mean, he was in Saving Private Ryan. Vin Diesel was in that movie. And, uh, yeah, you know, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he was the voice of the Iron Giant and the Iron Giant and uh, all that kind of stuff. And he, he popped up in a few good things. Uh, so I feel like this might have been pre-Fast and Furious. The original Fast and Furious was 2001. Uh, Dennis Hopper and who were the other... Uh, John Malkovich and who else? Uh, Seth Green. Seth Green also in there. Uh, so yeah, this would have been around the time Seth Green was in movies, uh, which would have been <laughs> like late '90s, early 2000s, probably. Right? There was like the Austin Powers movies and Without a Paddle, 
uh, and all that kind of stuff. And since then, I mean, he's mostly just been doing Robot Chicken and Family Guy. Uh, so I'm going to say knockaround guys with Vin Diesel, Seth Green, Dennis Hopper. I'm going to go 99. 1999. <laughs> Little early. Did one of those things where it was kind of released a couple festivals and stuff. Okay. Late 2001. And then released October 2002. Ah, so just after Fast and Furious. There you be. Man. All right. Well, that's a bummer. All right. We got a uh, we got a couple wins for the dealer today. You did. All you right. did. Movies with Mike. Do it again right around this time tomorrow morning. Smith and Nelson. It's Kiss. 94.9 Kiss FM. Chesney, 94.9 Kiss FM. That's probably what Kenny is exactly saying. I want to go back. I want to do my concerts again. Yeah. <laughs> Having to cancel for the second summer in a row, including Bozeman. Yeah, so, he did. So that's gonna that's gonna happen now. Next summer, Fourth of July, twenty twenty two. Fourth of July weekend. There, I can't re- I can't remember the date now. The second. Yeah, it's somewhere. been so long since uh, we first learned this information that yeah, it's gone. All right, Smith and Nelson in the morning. Music City sixty with some Nashville news coming up. First saw this, I thought it was kind of interesting. Thought we'd share. Yeah, seven dollar store items that are cheaper outside of the dollar store. I will say this: looking at the list. Not a lot cheaper at other places. No, yeah. I mean, if you, it, it's probably not worth it for you to like move all the way to another place <laughs> and like go grocery shopping there instead or whatever it is. But when you think of the dollar store, you think, oh, I'm going to go there because that's the cheapest price. Exactly. Bottom line, I'm going to find. And this is saying, well, that's not always the case with every product. Yeah, a few different products like a Scott brand toilet paper, for example, which a single roll at Dollar Tree costs about two bucks. But I think it's false advertising. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, it should be a dollar. <laughs> it right? should be a dollar, yeah. Uh, but a single roll of Dollar Tree of Scott brand toilet paper costs $2 or 30 cents more than what you would get at Target. So it's a little cheaper at Target, they're saying. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Old Spice deodorant, also the same thing there. They usually sell smaller tubes of it at the dollar store, uh, and you pay $1.25 per ounce. But a larger size at Walmart uh, or Costco, $0.97 cents an ounce at Walmart, $0.75 cents at Costco. So not so much cheaper, maybe, that you can get it just in a, in a package, but when you start comparing... Yeah, how much it costs? Actual size of the deodorant yeah. and how much it costs. Yeah, you get a bigger size at the other store for Cheaper. less money. Okay. Uh, Sharpies are a dollar at most dollar stores. They're eighty cents at Walmart. Crest toothpaste, forty-two cents an ounce at the dollar store versus twenty-five cents an ounce at Target. That one does seem like it's a little bit of a that is a bit of a bump. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, cereal Cheerios are twenty-nine cents an ounce at Dollar Tree or seventeen cents at Walmart. Uh, Top Robin Noodles, also on the list. 20 cents an ounce at the Dollar Tree versus 17 cents at Target. That's barely... Talking that's three cents an a ounce. three cent difference per <laughs> ounce, yeah. We're getting pretty picky now. Yeah, exactly. What, and then, How many ounces of ramen noodles are you getting? Uh, that's also so a good question. Four ounces? <laughs> so save 12 cents. Yes. Uh, and then finally, one last one. Gain laundry detergent. Uh, 10 cents an ounce at the Dollar Store or 9 cents an ounce at the other store. So it probably all, all depends on how much... What you're buying in bulk? Yes. How much? What kind of discounts they're getting? But uh, so, so maybe not a lot on some of those. Right. Items. A couple of those things, like the Crest toothpaste or the Scott brand toilet paper or whatever. Like, okay, I can sort of see like the discrepancy here. Once you're getting down to like one to a three cent, cents, cent an ounce. yeah, it has. It's, it's it's less of a big deal, I think. But you do. You say dollar store, and I think you automatically think, oh, that's the cheapest. I'm going to find that anywhere. Exactly. That's just saying. Well, maybe not always the case with every item. There you go. Kind of interesting. All right, Smith & Nelson, Nashville News, Music City 60, right now, 94.9 KISS FM. He did what, though? He said what? Can that be true? This is the Music City 60 on 94.9 KISS FM.
Country star Carly Pierce is going to be recognized by her hometown in Kentucky for her accomplishments in country music. The mayor of Taylor Mill, Kentucky, and the city commission are honoring Carly on September 2nd. It's just three months since she was inducted into the Grand Ole Opry by her country music idol, Dolly Parton. Watch for Carly's new album, 29, written in stone, to come out on Friday, September 17th. A new episode of CMT Crossroads will be featuring your favorites, Florida Georgia Line, Kane Brown, Blanco Brown, and Nelly. This is a first time for Nelly on Crossroads. The hip-hop artist has been doing some country crossover, as you know, and his new countrified album, Heartland, will be released on August 27th. The Crossroads episode will give you a sneak peek into the album. Watch for it on Wednesday, September 1st on CMT. And finally, Brantley Gilbert's worst country song of all time has now become the worst country video of all time. Brantley released it on his Facebook page earlier this week, and it's gotten a lot of likes and shares from the BG Nation. The video includes a special appearance by Toby Keith and even former President Bill Clinton. Look for it on Brantley's social media. I'm Tama Fulton. Catch you later. And now you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60, 94.9 KISS FM. And now you know newsworthy nugget of the day with Smith & Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Brought to you by Farsight Sign, Missoula's leading full-service sign and custom vehicle graphic shop. Farsight Sign in the 2200 block of South Avenue West. It's the nugget where we all learn a little something in the morning. I, I feel like I've cracked the case. I feel like I know what the answer is. Oh, yeah? Yep. For your tease you had a little bit ago. Okay, interesting. So my tease before was that, uh, you know, we're talking about the hashtag symbol and how back in the day that used to be called the pound sign. I'm not sure kids these days would even know that that was the <laughs> thing. Uh, but there was also another name for it. Actually, is still technically called this. What's your guess on it? Uh, my guess, and I would, I would go all in with probably every penny I had. Tic-tac-toe board sign. <laughs> that is incorrect. Oh. That is not what it is. I, I guess I kind of assume that by your laughter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad guess, I guess. It does look like a tic-tac-toe board. It's not a tic-tac-toe board sign? It's not that. Okay. Uh, no. Did you know the hashtag symbol is technically called an octothorpe? Octothorpe. Octothorpe. Uh, the, the octo prefix refers to the eight points. Of uh, the hashtag. I was trying to think, what's the eight? Because there's not eight lines. Right, there's yeah. There's not like, eight, there's but eight. there's like eight different points as you go around okay. it. Uh, but the Thorpe is a mystery. Nobody knows where that came from. Uh, there is one theory that it comes from uh, the old English word for village because it kind of looks like a village surrounded by eight fields. The, uh, the hashtag pound sign octothorpe mm. symbol we might be reaching uh i mean language might be reaching in that in that case but that's the old theory uh that's where octothorpe may have come from but yeah go. so there you go hashtag pound sign octothorpe it's all the same thing i like tic-tac-toe board better i kind of like octothorpe i think it's fun to say it's true uh needs, they both are yeah, they tire. are yeah <laughs> need to or not now you know